5: Welcome to The Funniest Thing. Oh yeah. Where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better than expected outcomes. You're not kidding. I'm Daryl. And I'm Ed. And we're broadcasting live from middle school studios in downtown Culver City, the heart of Screenland. Yes. And Ed, maybe if I hum these few bars, you'll know what the title of today's show is.
3: Let's see if we can get it here.
5: Name the tune.
3: Hey, babe. Take a walk on the mild side.
5: That's right. Today's show is Take a Walk on the Mild Side with the Spirit of Mike Dugan.
3: That's right. Racing around to get things done is an indication that we're afraid... Hurry is fueled by a belief in lack. Daryl and Ed have learned that trust breaks the spell of fear. The moment we put our trust in God's abundant supply, we regain our confidence Ah, and relax. From here, miracles will follow miracles and wonders never cease. And in celebration of the life of Mike Dugan, Daryl and Ed will read and discuss today's daily word, Let Go and Let God.
5: Ah... Why don't you share those, uh, your new secret of waking up on the mild side with your count of four? Because not only, as you were reading this, yeah. not only do we regain our confidence and relax by putting our trust in God's abundant supply, but also, we, by relaxing, we can also increase our confidence And we don't understand how that works or why it works, but it does work. And you were telling me how you've been doing a four-count. Oh, yeah. And how it really sinks your spirit spirit up.
3: Yes. It is simply in the morning when I've been waking up lately. I used to do these three breaths uh, with – actually, it's funny. We do three breaths on the show. I used to do three breaths with uh, my students in the lunch group and a woman – taught me a simple exercise to do with them just to get the kids to breathe along with me. And it was simply to count four. every. Like uh, when I breathe in, I count to four. I hold it for four. And then I let it out for four. Then I count four. And then take a breathe in for four yeah and then and so on and so forth and by doing that lately it's funny somehow it popped in my brain again to do it lately and some of the mo- it's been miraculous how quickly that works for me when to to get me on a different wavelength of thinking like i'll wake up my brain's all stressed out and frazzled and but doing that breathing and then maybe throwing in like an affirmation once i you know i start counting my breaths but just that counting alone i don't know what it is but it has real i really um Help me to relax and just tap into that loving feeling that that uh, that, you know, from out of which all the best stuff starts to happen.
5: Well, I think because it's correct. uh, William James spoke about that a lot where he confirmed not only does action follow thought and feeling. Yes. But you could also act. And feelings, uh, thoughts and feelings corresponding to that will follow. Yes. So doing things that calm our self down physically. Yes. Seem to increase our confidence. Because when we're confident, meaning full of faith, we relax. Yes. And, and it's just like if I'm feeling, um, you know, like when I would get those headaches, it's been two days without a headache. I'm very enthusiastic. Yes. I mean, it's incredible. And maybe it has a lot to do with the spirit of Mike Dugan blessing me. But whatever it is, um, when I would have these episodes, I would often talk to you about I'm going for a walk. Mm -hmm. And because lingering around the house and staying, like thinking that's going to calm the ache, tended to just prolong it. Right. And I started getting in the habit of affirming life by going for a walk because yes. walking my body is saying to my brain, I'm healthy, I'm yes. I'm whole, I'm alive. Yes, And it would create yes. a, a diminishing of the pain and oftentimes it would actually relieve it completely yes. for the remainder of that day. Dude, that's awesome. Oh, and actually in, in 12-step groups, they even talk... They say it's it's hard to think your way into right acting, right? But here we can learn how to act our way into right thinking, which mm-hmm. is William James' uh, philosophy, who is known as the uh, what would he be called the the founder of American psychology. I don't know. I think that's what his... Uh, <laughs> the father of modern that's psychology? That's it. The father of American psychology.
3: I see. I see. And th- this is a great... Taking a walk on the mild side is... Uh, it's. I, I look at it also... It's very much like taking the walk as... Bec- uh, imagining myself to be the prosperous, successful person who's, you know, the head of the the CEO, if you will. The, the like, James Bond. Yeah, the creative director who's unfazed by everything and walks around with... With confidence, and by doing that, like, reassures everyone else that everything is okay. Well,
5: think about it. James Bond was never uptight. He's never uptight. Yes. He's always grinning, having fun. Yes. You know what I mean? I do, yeah. Yeah, and that's what I loved about him. And And he was always able to handle himself, and everyone respected him because he was so happy-go-lucky, he seemed, and which, which radiates confidence. Yeah, yes
3: joyously confident. And uh, a lot of times the the temptation is to get involved in the judgments and in the, the drama that's going on inside in between my two, two ears. There might be a lot of noise going on. But as soon as I drop into, you know, you find yourself a good affirmation that makes you feel like that prosperous, successful, whole, joyous, free person – and just step into it no matter where you are and just walk take take the walk through your day that way and it's amazing all the good that comes out of well, it.
5: Well, yeah, when we slow down and trust, yeah. even if I'm going to look for a parking space or I feel hurried in traffic, as soon as I catch myself feeling the restrictive that restricted feeling of it's also it's a constricted feeling of right. hurry, right? Mm-hmm. It feels like everything's encroaching down on me and slowing down. It's funny. As we hurry, you could actually feel everything kind of constricting around you and tightening up. But when I relax and affirm nothing, absolutely nothing happens in God's world by mistake. God makes a way where there is no way, which means beyond my limited thinking at the moment. And I slow down. It's almost like a force goes ahead forward in time in front of me and starts arranging everything yes i agree you know what i mean it starts putting things together and arranging and and it's all working out and it's almost like it's crazy
3: how that works well i would say that's exactly what happens and that's what happens all the time but when we're tempted to hurry we get out of because we're afraid that we're going to be late, we're going to look bad, we're not going to get our space in line, we're not going to whatever. That's why the and that's the description, when it shuts it off. Yeah, it says hurry. In in the description, we said hurry is fueled by a belief in lack. There's always some kind of lack. There's not enough time. There's whatever it is. If I don't and,
5: get there, I'm going to lose this gig.
3: But we don't understand how important we really are in the eyes of God and the eyes of the universe. That God, like our suffering, is never required at all. And so, if we're not going to be able to get there right when we thought we were, God will rearrange things. To make it, like you said, somehow better that we actually it's always better. didn't rush. And it's always being arranged it's always the per- on our behalf. The other person couldn't make it on time or the whole thing got it's canceled. It's always or that or way. Whatever, the perfect moment you walk, you're going to a meeting and you happen to walk in with the... The head of the district has happened to me. And so then she says, oh, yeah, there's one more thing I wanted to tell you. I'm glad we're bumping into each other. Always. It, because we become uh, magnetic. We, we draw our, in ourselves into good situations when we feel good and we draw them to us. You know, when we're feeling good because we're not here. We're in the world, as they say, not of it. We're also uh, not here. The laws were made to help us, not us to serve some kind of external laws or something. You know what I'm saying? We are we are just so important. Oh. If we recognize that and we take care of ourselves and make our own the way we feel and the most important thing first the way you know everything else will fall into place.
5: Yeah, and the key for me is to get back into trusting. Once I'm trusting that God's in charge, I start feeling myself, my mood elevate. And then I really start believing that things are going to fall into place. Yes. And then my mind starts yes. really getting enthusiastic yes. and whispering to me, ooh, I wonder what good thing's going to mm-hmm. come of this. And by this time, I am just in the moment without trying to will myself in the moment. Yes. Because now I'm, I'm at a nice, comfortable pace yes. and I'm enthusiastically anticipating and expecting, but without any feeling of hurry
3: impatience oh yeah the other option is too so a lot of times i'm not even anticipating anything other than feeling really yes. good in the moment i think that maybe that's part of what you're talking about too it's like you know like i get, i'll go out in the water to surf or whatever and so that's like another form of my morning routine that not another form of it, another stage of it sometimes if i go surfing and You know, it's another place where I get into the meditation and stuff. By the time I finally get into just enjoying the water, enjoying the day, enjoying everyone I see, I I forget all about whatever I was even thinking about earlier. And then all of a sudden, something will come out. The funniest thing will happen. Because you never know what amazing thing, like, it, it might be related to something totally different that I hadn't even been thinking about will pop up, right? Like some person that I maybe I was thinking about them yesterday, you know, like, once I let go of that thing that seems so pressing right now, God will take care of all that stuff in its own time, right? Like that's it. Really, is about taking a walk uh, on the mild side. I mean, when I was a kid and I was so... Bold, I don't know if I would have wanted someone to tell me to take a walk on the mild side. I know some people did, but I was so
5: high off of like the adrenaline and all of that. Success stuff. coaches do not encourage you to walk on the mild side. <laughs> yeah. True, true. You got to get up at 4 a.m., do your push-ups, push, 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 make your list. Yeah. Who is it? Hey, brother, it's Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy? Yeah, man. What are you doing here? I was just up in Beverly Hills.
3: Beverly Hills? Weren't you a cop in Beverly Hills once? Oh, yes, I was. Uh Uh-huh, and?
5: That's why I'm here. I got some three breaths for you, brothers. Okay, let's hear it. Calm down, slow down, I'm trusting. Oh, like the song. Yes! All right, let's take a breath. That you two fools thought was in Miami Vice.
3: That's right, that's right. Let's take a breath to clear our mind. Thank you, Eddie. (laughs) (laughs) Ah. That was unexpected. I know, and he's already, just like that, he's already gone.
5: (laughs) Here we go.
3: (laughs) Calm down. Slow down.
5: I'm trusting. Ah. Ah. He really talks like a southern gentleman in person. He does. Calm down, slow down. I'm trusting. Ah. Calm
3: Calm down, down, slow down. down. I'm trusting. trusting. All right, that was wonderful. Man, Eddie Murphy dropping by. Well, this is Hollywood. It is Hollywood. We were just talking about that. So um, the first reading we have is from, um, uh, what's his name, Emmett Fox. and uh, It's Around
5: the Year with Emmett Fox.
3: Now, this is the thing, too. We're going to dispel this this myth that being dynamic, I mean, that being mild, taking a walk on the mild side, it is not, like, about being um, sheepish. It's not about running away from things or no. being, like, weak or whatever. It is actually the most dynamic choice yes, and that we not, can
5: take. Right. And it's not about taking, like, a forced attitude of, hmm, I am calm. Yeah, true. That's true. No, that's, that's stuffing true. the musket, that's packing true. the musket. That's
3: true. It's good because when we take a walk on the mild side, when we do choose to speak, we do so with authority and with clarity and with love. Yeah, because
5: we're ourselves,
3: yeah, you know, all right, read this. I, I'll share a quick story that happened the other day about this.
5: Yes, and this, the reason we're reading this is because just Monday, Mike Dugan passed away. Yes. And uh, he was one of the most dynamic people I have met.
3: He also was the reason uh, this show exists to a large degree. He was the one who came up, suggested that Daryl and I get together to do a show. He actually uh, came up with the title for the show because he knew that Daryl always says funniest thing whenever anything good happens. So we thought that today was appropriate since we had a guest uh, scheduled who couldn't make it at the last second. You know who you are, and don't worry, we're coming for you again. But that that guest uh, dropped out, and then it was. And I got the intuitive hit. This is perfect. It was this, perfect. It's a perfect show to dedicate to the life and spirit of Mike Dugan. And then I started thinking about how really he's so responsible, not only for the title, but also for a lot of the things we read, which he passed on to Daryl, a lot of the things we share. Yes. Of, so many, He's blessed so many people. It's so amazing. many people.
5: Because uh, and the reason I'm reading this also is because Kurt, Chelson in Germany uh, was thinking about Mike Dugan and said, "You know, I was thinking about it. You know, if you hadn't met Mike Dugan 30 years ago, this is Kurt talking. If you haven't met Mike Dugan 30 years ago, and he didn't share with you Emmett Fox and all this other great literature and morning yeah. and the importance of a morning routine yes. and, and this lighthearted, enthusiastic approach to spiritual principles. Yes, where you get to see things manifest." By really trusting and turning things over, yes, in, in and in, in, with an air of enthusiasm, yeah. I, I mean, I wouldn't have. And this is, I mean, look at me. I have two kids. I live in Germany. I have my wife, and and yes. then I bumped into Rod Schweitzer last night, yes. and he started saying the same yes. thing. Yes. And what that he, which brings me to this reading, because the mike dugan by just that simple example just between myself ed kirk and rod yes and we don't even know how many other lives the ripple effect yes that being positive and it doesn't have to be a big deal and it turns out to be a very significant deal. yes and here it is are you dynamic it's from september 24th many people think they would like to be what is called dynamic but it does not appear that they always have a very clear idea of what that expression really means. Aggressive and noisy? Bombastic in manner? A dynamic person is one who really makes a difference in the world, who does something that changes things or people. The magnitude of the work done may not be great, but the world is a but the world is different because that person has lived and worked The real secret of a dynamic personality is to believe that God works through you, whatever you may be doing, to put his service first, and to be as sincere, practical, and efficient as you know how. Know thou thy God of thy Father, and serve him with a perfect heart and with a willing mind. And that's from 1 Chronicles 28, verse 9
3: yes dude that is awesome man and that we talked about this last week about how guilt often makes us do the wrong thing under the guise that we're doing the right thing and i think one of the things that Mike Dugan passed on to you and you passed on to me and so many other people is to be really clear with yourself when are we acting out of guilt so that we don't want to look like a bad boy, or you know, like with you, with when you were working at the uh, for the police department, and he would tell you, "No, you don't have to." Like when you you had a lot of free time, and he would he asked you about having a. Well, we
5: become more efficient when we apply these principles. Right, But he the, specifically he said, said, "Like, because you were starting to feel guilty. guilty. Yeah, shouldn't I go sit at my desk?" I mean, he goes, "Daryl, do you have, do you have to be at your desk right now?" Well, I'm nothing to do there, but I want to make. I don't want to look like I'm a slouch. And then he would say. Did they give you a pager? And this is back when only doctors had pagers, right? right? And I, they, I had a pager. Right. This was before cell phones. And I said, "Yes, I have a pager." He said, "Daryl, will you answer the pager when it comes?" "Yes." "Will you do what they ask when you answer the pager?" "Yes, I will." He goes, "Well, that's why you have a pager." Now, meet me on the pool deck. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> and my, I ended up like my my efficiency and my professionalism and my respect at work and the the significance of the work I got done and the award you were awarded I, by the military I, yeah, I for the up, work you did there yes is 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 the evidence that trusting in god and just showing up when called to duty and not working out of guilt right that's yes. when we're dynamic.
3: That's why we can transform the job we have now. Yes. By not living off the crumbs of our own brain. That our own brain throws out these tiny crumbs and forgets that we're worthy of the whole kingdom now. Nothing outside of us has to change except our perspective and where we're looking at life from. My job for the district gets better and better and better. The other day yesterday morning this is what I thought about doing as well. I was just thinking I should really go in there and try to find something to do, go in, you know, whatever. Instead, I sat in my office, in my house, and I started thinking, I was actually playing one of my son's video games, but I started thinking about all the ways that I can positively influence the district while I was sitting there. And I started really embodying the fullness of my position And realizing that me running around trying to look busy is not serving anyone. No, It only serves the fear that's saying, you better look like you're doing something, blah, 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 blah. But that's not taking a walk on the mild side. Taking a walk is like slow down. We're all worthy of the kingdom right now. We're all worthy of like a full joyous, free, loving experience right now. That's the mild side. I
5: can't believe you're bringing this up. Just Saturday night, a young girl was talking to me about her job. Yes. And she was saying, yeah, but what if you have to be chained to your desk? Like, they expect you to be there. I go, they never expect Mm -hmm. you to be chained to your desk. And she goes, what do you mean? And I said, well, what I mean is this. And throughout my lifetime, I've discovered this. When I felt they expected to me to be chained to my desk and look like I was working. Yes. That was in my mind. That was my fear yes. of thinking I didn't measure up to the job that yes. I was hired for. Yes. So I had to make it look like I was always busy. But then something horrendous would happen. Now, my mind now is looking for proof that that's true. Yes. So now I start condemning my job because I always got to be sitting at my desk and these busy bodies. And they always expect so much from me. And then what happens? It seems like they do start expecting so much from me. And she got it. She goes, yes. And I said, she goes, yes, I could see how I created
3: this job. Well, that's so perfect because Ernest Holmes and Science of Mind on page 156. I got things flying out of this book. It's falling apart. But I love it because Dr. Elizabeth from the uh, Center for Spiritual Living in uh, Inglewood gave me it. This book, and she's in the on uh, Ernest Holmes on 156 under the uh, little spe- piece called Misplaced Faith. Oh, yes. It says, But what is fear? Nothing more nor less than the negative use of faith. Faith misplaced, a belief in two powers instead of one, a belief that there can be a power opposed to God whose influence and ability may bring us evil. In other words, to correct all the evils of the wor- world would be but to have the positive faith. Faith rightly placed, a faith that lays hold of the integrity of the universe, the beneficence of God, and the unity of all life. And you know what, that's what I did yesterday morning, and by the time I, after I had really thought through, and I started thinking of all these ways, people that I could get in touch with regarding helping the students and stuff, well, of course, I got to the school, I ran some lunch groups, and this principal came to me and had seen one of my articles in the newspaper and was like, you know, basically came to me and said, look, I could really use help getting the word out about the positive things going on at this school. Which is
5: so positive yeah. of a thing to be asked to do.
3: I know. And I just said, you know what? Let's get a picture right now. I got already got an idea based on what you told me. I'll write the article and it'll probably be out next Thursday. And she was so delighted. And that is something that I just volunteered to do for the local paper. But through that, God had worked, you know, to create this very thing I was thinking about is, how can I, by not... Burning myself out and, you know, like suffering within my own brain and struggling. How can I actually feel? We'll take a walk on the mild side, on that loving, joyous, free side, and be of even more influence and more positive benefit to this
5: district. Well, this is a key thing to keep in mind that it doesn't start with what can I do to make my job more enjoyable? No, it takes, like you said, slow down and now start thinking of ways I can bless my job just within my own little mind. Yeah. Nothing I I need to act on. Yeah. And then that energy starts brewing up. And that's when we trust God. And today's daily word is let go and let God do it. Meaning this or something better. It doesn't mean I need to get in there and grab a hold Mm -hmm. and start outlying and trying to will people to do something that I think is positive. No, it means... Keep that positive energy flowing and like in your circumstance, in your situation, and even better than expected outcome, something you already enjoy doing, which is writing the articles. And this was perfect because she's a new principal. Yeah. So this is now you have this extremely I mean, this is a hurdle. Most people wonder how they're going to overcome the new bosses in town, not new boss in your case, but you know what I mean? Yes. A significant administrator administrator within the organization how am I gonna have build a healthy relationship? And yes. we try to come at it from all these weird angles, and and it doesn't work that way. But it works in a wonderful way when we let go and let God. Well,
3: also, the, the the beauty of the mild side. I'm glad. You, basically, when I'm listening to you talk, is also get yourself in like a really joyous state of mind, like you were talking about earlier, where you're just feeling good and you have that joyous sense of expectation, and then go about. The same job no, you normally that's right. would because I didn't anticipate I uh, seeing the principal. What I did is said, all right, now it's time for me to do this, this, and this for the district. That's part of my job. So I went and I did that. And through carrying that out and through the preparation of getting my mind in a place of joyous expectancy, it all came together to be of even more service. And that's what taking the walk on the mild side is like, stop blaming the job. Stop blaming the relationship. Stop blaming anything else. Get into a place of joyous expectancy and then go see what those what becomes of those relationships yes. some will dissolve some will transform some I I realize I
5: love them just the way they are and others that seem like a burden in your life seem to evaporate indeed they do i guarantee that is definitely this this, co- this goes right into our next reading for today which is also from Emmett Fox and another favorite of mine yes the I captain love it. is on the bridge yes and uh, this is a great one. It's, it's like I said, it's from around the year with Emmett Fox. It's from September 5th. And this is especially helpful in an election cycle. Oh, yeah. Because sometimes a friend of yours who may be thinking differently than you are, you may feel yeah. to, it's your duty to bend them to your side of the aisle. And I'm just going to warn you from past experience that will never end well. Because you're right and they're right. Yeah. And what is it? Try to convince a man against his will and of the same opinion he will be still.
3: Oh, yeah. And it's in particular the presidential thing. Yeah. It's so easy for people to think that life and death, the future of humanity somehow is based on that decision right i mean like that's yes really these real things that's what we really get into thinking that it's going to be the end of the
5: world or something and that's, that's why, right. another
3: reason why this reading is so good to remember no matter what's going on
5: that's right the captain is on the bridge and this helps me it's so many things and this yes. is one of the first thing first readings that mike dugan threw at me oh. 30 years ago yes That transformed my life, because any time I would begin to tip into fear, I'd remind myself, nope, the captain's on the bridge. And here it is. The world is not going to the dogs. The human race is not doomed. Civilization is not going to crash. The captain is on the bridge. Humanity is going through a difficult time, but humanity has gone through difficulties many times before in its long history and has always come through strengthened and purified. Mm -hmm. Do not worry yourself about the universe collapsing. It is not going to collapse. And anyway, that question is none of your business. The captain is on the bridge. Yes. If the survival of humanity depended upon you or me, it would be a poor lookout for the great enterprise, would it not? The captain is on the bridge. God is still in business. All that you have to do is to realize the presence of God where the trouble seems to be. And here's the key. To do your nearest duty to the very best of your ability and to keep an even mind until the storm is over. Great peace have they which love the law and nothing shall offend them. Psalm 119 verse 165. And that's what you touched on, Ed, where you we it doesn't mean we when we get enthusiastic about our job that it means we got to do crazy things. No. It just means keep this enthusiasm brewing while I just do the everyday things that are right in front of me to do. And then that really let us us uh, stand still and see, like you've been quoting a lot lately, <laughs> the salvation of the Lord. <laughs>
3: yes, indeed. I love it. Well, coming up next in celebration of the life of Mike Dugan, Daryl and Ed will read and discuss today's daily word, let go and let God. And when Daryl likes to add, and I like to add it nowadays, let go and let God do it. Because yes. it really will get done. So thank you for listening to The Funniest Thing on Unity Online Radio.
4: Your soul wants five things. Your soul will thank you.
1: It is the birthright of each and every one of us to live an awakened life. Most religions and spiritual traditions teach us that we need to adopt a certain belief system, or follow some prescribed steps to attain a state of enlightenment. A long-held belief about awakening is that only a small number of people destined to become gurus or spiritual teachers can attain it. It is certainly true that until recent times only a small number of people on the planet had attained this state of full self-realization. These saints, mystics, and spiritual masters were seen as special. They certainly were at the time. However, times are changing this message was brought to you by t.j woodward host of awakened living radio learn more from t.j on his weekly podcasts episodes are available on unityonlineradio.org itunes and google play music
2: You're listening to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. If you have a question or comment about today's show, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, friend us on Facebook at Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, or email us at funniestthing at unityonlineradio.org. Now, back to Funniest Thing.
5: (laughs) Hey, babe. Yes? Take a walk on the mild side.
3: Yes, take a walk on the mild side with the spirit of Mike Dugan.
5: We're so happy you made it to the other side of the break. We have some great readings to help you take a walk on a mild side, starting with one Ed found. Yeah,
3: from Mae Rowan, the magic of the word, which is something that uh, uh, Tom. Reverend Tom Thorpe was just discussing while we were in Unity Village. Yes, just a few lines from the practice, from practice feeling the presence of God. She says. When there seem to be problems in your life or when there are things piled up before you waiting your attention, try laying a hold of this idea in a very prayerful way. Say to yourself, I transcend myself and all of my affairs for I am spirit. Everything in you quickly responds to an idea like this. The intelligence of our spiritual nature far transcends our everyday thinking. Ooh! Thank we,
5: goodness we got some more readings like that coming up in the mailbag. Yeah. And this one, and this is why we strongly recommend you subscribe to the Daily Word. Because if you're anything like us, you'll find some in there that just um, hit home so well and give you a kick upstairs that yes. you'll tear them out and you'll throw them in a book. And they'll fall out again at just the right moment or out of your purse or always right when you need it. And this one just fell out. It's from July 31st. I was wondering what fell out of your purse. Yeah, well, thank God it was only this. Yeah, that right. It could have been embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this one's about prayer. And this is the thing that we can all really choose to accept. Yes. And it's this I pray with faith and answered prayer. When I pray, I'm consciously connecting with God. While I may pray for many things, I remember to always pray from a place of faith. I pray affirming this or something better, and I let it go. Holding on to a concern only dampens my prayer energy. Mm -hmm. I pray in faith that all is working out for the best and highest good for all involved. Yes. And there's one other piece here. Trust and joy are linked within me, resulting in answered prayer. And we want to drive home the fact that it's not only allowed, but it actually is the proper way to pray is to believe and expect that your prayer will be answered and it will be answered in a way that is good, for the highest good. If you don't believe us, ask Jesus. Well, yes. And we were talking earlier when we were at the Pauline Books and Media, the nun's convent where we prepare our show every day, that we were talking about a lot of times, well, I I'm not going to, you know, don't don't ask for, you know, don't expect that. You know, just ask God for help, but don't expect yeah. And I can't expect God to do this for you or that for you. Well, you know, Ed said it perfectly. Yes. When you said, people who are being afraid of being presumptive are actually presuming that God will be offended if we expect the best. And I was thinking... That's insulting to God. Yes. It's saying, I don't believe you're good and I don't believe you're all powerful. Yeah, right. That's really what it's doing. Yeah, this and is it, not the, this is not
3: like an overworked DMV or something where, you know, like there's some guy trying to r- run around and meet everyone's needs. Like, God is ever-present and fully, completely present in
5: every
3: single person. There's there's more than enough to go around.
5: This or something better. This or something better. And this is the line that helps me, and it's from that day. Holding on to a concern only dampens my prayer energy. Yes. Let it go of that. Yes,
3: yes. The other piece of, you know, I was talking about the breathing and counting it earlier. And the other piece that's really helped me with that lately is, if any kind of resentment is present for me with people oh, and pretty yes. much if you catch me at the right time of morning, that would pretty much include everyone on the planet. But what I do is, along with the counting, my breathing is I just affirm Daryl is love. My wife is love. Ellie, Like I just go straight to that. And I keep going through the list. My mom is love. My dad is love. like. You know, it goes along with God is, I am. Now, you yes. can breathe in, God is, I am. I can say breathe in, God is, Jennifer is, God is, Elliot is, God, you know. Just forget trying to do the math on who's right and who's wrong. Just go right back to remembering every single person is love. Man, that puts me right back oh. on the mild side because there's no the captain's on the bridge, my friends. There's nothing. The like, and this is this comes from a person whose like um, alarm system is going off a lot, you know, in the morning or whatever throughout the day, and I have to keep going back. It's not like it's almost like I just pretend or like I just look to the captain. The captain calms me down, and then I just act like the way I believe the captain would act in those situations, yes, even yes. if I don't fully believe it in that moment. I just kind of lean back into my scan. I, wa- I walk slower. I make sure I'm smiling at everyone yes. around me. I take it all in, yes.
5: and the effect of that is just amazing. Well, that's the acting our way into right thinking and feeling part yes. of a William James. It We're, really works. There's one last thing because this yeah, morning I was re- resenting some people in my mind, and the thing I've been doing lately, yes, yeah, you know, because I and it's all about control, and it's all about I know best, and. So I've been finding, and I told you this yesterday when you were sharing your method. Yeah. The method that's been working for oh, yes. me is yeah. Yeah. I affirm and declare Mike Dugan is free and happy. I affirm and declare Ed is free and happy. Yes. I affirm and declare Lori is free and happy. And Gabby's limping with her arthritis. I affirm and declare Gabby is free and happy. And it immediately takes the burden of it somehow on my shoulders throws it back onto God, who I know is all-powerful and all-good. And somehow I feel so relieved. I can't even remember why I was resentful. And it's pretty instantaneous. Because
3: burdens don't even exist in the mind of God. No! Once we get rid of them in our own mind, they cease to exist anywhere. And so if someone else is carrying it around, the best thing we can do for them is let go of that burden in our own mind. And one of the ways we like to let go of our burdens is to thank our listeners. Yes, I
5: think you just <laughs> let go of a burden, but it's a burden on my nose.
3: <laughs> a burden ahead hand is we're doing in the bush. <laughs> <laughs> is- we're never eating there. <laughs> we want to take some time to thank you for listening to this show. <laughs> we want to thank you all for everything you send in. We want oh. to thank... uh one way you can get in touch with us is through DarylMed.com. There's a contact form. There's also a, PO Bo- a funniest thing, P.O. Box 1312, Culver City, California, 90232.
5: Well, and there's a, a donation button if you feel so inclined to contribute to the show and our ministry. As I know. And you, also our next trip to Unity Village, which is
3: happening in, in November. November.
5: That's right. And we want to thank uh, R.V. Thompson uh, and Victoria Zoltan for being so generous and donating this month. Yeah, Vicky and- said, uh, "Much appreciation for you guys on the show. Continuing
3: to realign my thinking and habits, and starting to see a wonderful world. Love and hugs, Vicky. That is music to our ears. We
5: were so overwhelmed, yeah, uh, appreciation that yeah. we uh, we actually sent Vicky. Victoria and R.V. Thompson are listening. Yes. Uh, check your mailbox. Yes. Because uh, we both sent you something to show our appreciation that we hope you both enjoy. Thanks so much.
3: Yes, yes, yes. And uh, let's see here. There's also on our website you can find course in, uh, Mini Course in Miracles. It's 18-day, like one-and-a-half-minute. Daily meditations based on a Course in Miracles. Um, what's it called? That little card it's collection of uh, the 18, mini Course in Miracles.
5: 18 day mini Course in yeah. Miracles by Dr.
3: Dr. Jerry Jampolsky. Yes. And there's a, there's a bunch of stuff on their YouTube episodes and things to enjoy. All want, for free. All for free. We want to thank. Oh, there's also links to Daryl's book. Uh, oh. What if Godzilla just want to hug the coconut donut CD? Is oh, there's yeah. a link if you want to oh. listen and, or purchase the CD? And Mr. French, yes,
5: he, oh yes, he, he actually designed this. this yeah, book. he got on us uh, because he wanted us to share Laurie's book, My All Dog. Yes, and he actually, did you see his quote on the website? I did. It says, "Thank God for Laurie." If it wasn't for her hiring Gabby and me, this show would be in the toilet. Yes. Yeah. So it's all
3: true. Yeah.
5: So he highly recommends My Old Dog for Mm -hmm. you animal lovers. My Old Dog is a great book for your uh, morning routine. It is. It's so positive. And it's
3: real life spirituality. It's real life love and joy through the creatures and the people that. Um, adopted these senior dogs and the amazing impact yes, they had. They're on the dynamic. World. Yeah, it's dynamic. a perfect
5: example of being dynamic.
3: Yeah. So, did we think this man yet? No, no we no. didn't. This guy. Dude, oh my god. He looks like uh, if you if you stole like an early. You know when Sinatra was kind of a very manly guy after he got out of that phase where he was like all skinny, but where he was like that handsome, yes.
5: manly. Oh Sinatra. yeah, he you're talking the- Oceans. Yeah, you're talking Oceans Eleven. The right. Original. You took the Oceans Eleven, Rat Pack out, days. Of the wack, out of the wax museum. Oh my God, dude, and a- and added Dean Martin's height. Yeah, you'd have Jeff And the
3: muscle of like a a, a, a bull from a bullfight. Oh my goodness, man. Don't, I, I don't recommend slapping him on the back too hard because you might hurt your hand. That's what I learned while I was in Unity Village. There's so much mu- rippling muscle there. Yes, and he's the
5: audio engineer <laughs> oh, yeah. for not just our show, but every show on Unity Online Radio. And each week, he takes us right, right
3: into, into the conference zone. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> um, I got so uh, into appreciating his stature, I forgot what we were even talking. That we were going to sing that song. <laughs> well, the good
5: news is, uh, if you really want to, if you need help, and you want to get like a whole angel team on board, yes. uh, we recommend. Uh, oh, this is the ultimate way to take a walk on the mild side. Yes, is use the prayer line, which is one eight hundred now pray or 800-669-7729 In the morning, they wake up. Before you put on your makeup, they'll say a little, little
3: prayer, prayer for you. you. There's also an app, the You Pray app, the letter U and the word pray available free at the App Store. You can even text your oh, prayers in. I use it all the time. We're going to show you. Oh, no, that's for the. Um, yeah, they have. I was going to say they have audio meditations on there also. Oh, shoot. We got something coming up right I know, now. I know. I know. The so Daily Word. The, uh, Silent Unity is really a huge part of Unity. In, in, it is. in the original.
5: Um, it was originally, foundation of yeah. It. it was originally called the Secret. Oh yeah, the Secret Society of Silent Unity, and they would let they had letters. Right? Letters so, would come in. It's tons t- of letters, and it was one of the first phone lines brought into Kansas City for the sole purpose mm-hmm. of being a prayer line, and that was over 125 years. Wow, ago. Myrtle
3: Fillmore herself was the original. Yes, prayer, yes, <laughs> I know. It's and incredible. Then it, it grew very fast. And uh, so, yeah, the prayer line. And now uh, now it's time for the Daily Word. And today it's in the spirit of Mike Dugan. It's Daryl and I. Um, Because, I mean, the spirit of Mike Dugan flows through this show so strongly. That's why it's really, we do have that. That's why Mike Dugan really is our guest today. He's like the the executive
5: producer of Funniest Thing. It's really amazing, you know,
3: when someone, you know, sheds the robe of their skin and moves on into the into heaven and, and into the light. It's like, then you also, you know, like I realized how completely this show is the It would never of happened. Day. It would have
5: never happened.
3: He also was the one who let us off the hook because we were starting to stress that we needed to get sponsors. And he uh, said, ah, oh, no, just the money you pay for the show, it's just it's a, a tie. Tithe. It's worth it. And that was exactly what
5: we needed to hear. Oh, it was perfect. And it went along with today's, um, I'm the, I don't have it in front of me, but I just want to hint on it. Yeah. Alan Cohen oh, yes. was... You know, you should be doing something that you love to do so much yes. that you're willing to pay for it. Of course, you will be compensated by the universe because that's how it works, it's, and that is, and that's the why we yeah. and we do this show out of that same spirit. We love doing this show, well, that, and we do pay for it. Yes, and it, <laughs> I think that's
3: part of what helps us walk on the mild side because we're not desperately hoping to get someone's approval. We're doing this because we love it. It's a Everything can be your ministry when you're no longer – when you realize your your well-being and oh. your your sustenance and your money comes really from God through various channels. Yes. You don't know what they're going to be. It allows you to walk on the mild side and step out boldly and say the things you want to say and be the, the person things. you want to be. Yeah, do because the things you, you want to do. Because
5: you will be compensated. Like you're writing those articles you yeah. love to do. Your, your job is now something you love to do. Yes. When I – all the different jobs I've had throughout my life up until now – We're transformed into the things I love to do if they weren't that way from the beginning. Yes. Just from this spirit. Well, let's get into the Daily Word, and we're going to do it straight from the Daily
3: Word app today. Yes. We recommend you can go to the funniest thing with Daryl and Ed. There's a special offer button to get an amazing deal on the Daily Word, and the electronic subscription includes this app, which is amazing, and and you can press play to hear it, read it to you. So that's what we're going to do today so you can experience that.
5: Yes, and today is, let go and let God, and let like Ed and I say, let go and let God do it. And here we go. All right.
6: Wednesday, September 14th, 2016. Let go, let God. Today we affirm... I relax in the knowledge that God and I are one. And our message reads, Spiritual truth assures me that I am never separate from God. Human emotion, however, may cause me to feel lost. If I find myself feeling disconnected, I need a gentle reminder to let go and let God. To realign my thinking with truth, I remember to take a deep breath and... With a long exhale, release any limiting beliefs that keep me feeling separate from God life within. As I continue to breathe deeply, I relax into my natural state of peace, ease, and well-being. Spirit is the air that I breathe. Spirit is the wisdom in which I act. Spirit is the love that never leaves or fails me. As I relinquish false ideas of insufficiency or lack, I allow spirit to fill, nourish, and prosper me in every area of my existence. Our Bible verse for today is from 1 Corinthians 6:17. But anyone united to the Lord becomes one
4: spirit with him.
3: Oh, that's great. That's great. All right. Times, come on. Times, ticking in here.
5: <laughs> uh, well, tell that to our band. I know. <laughs> you guys sound great, but we got to get moving here. Wait, I Just do Just a ha- few things to share here? Yes, we have a few let go, let God um, readings, which... Uh, are those oh, them back right there? Here. Yes. All right, read And those these, these ones from 2013. Because what are we letting go of? Sometimes we're not clear. Yes. And we let go of the stuff we don't want to carry around. And here it's clear. It's let go, let God from September 16th, 2013. I let go of struggle and let God be my inspiration. When I say I let go and let God, what am I releasing and what am I allowing? Mm -hmm. I let go of condemnation and allow the unconditional love of God. I release darkness and sorrow and embrace the light and joy of God. I let go of struggle, lack, and limitation, and let in the peace, substance, and power of God. I let go of of limited understanding, and let God within me bring spiritual understanding. As I let go of earthly troubles, my burdens lift. And here's one more piece from July 18th, just last month. If I'm struggling, no, two months ago. (laughs) If I'm struggling, it's it's also uh, divine awareness. If I'm struggling with a difficult situation or decision, I let go. I just stop for a time. That means like we were talking about today. Take a walk on the mild side. We don't have to rush into it. Doing so, I shift from striving to believing, knowing that answers will come. I give thanks in advance. I wait. I listen. I receive. Eventually, I become so accustomed to living my life as a prayer that I remain in a perpetual state of gratitude and awareness of the divine. And we talked about striving. Yeah. Striving could really it's actually could be the definition of striving could be terrorized
3: yeah terrified
5: yeah terrified that's why butterworth said ask yourself am i part of the
3: solution of the problems around me or am i part of the problem if you react with anger or bitterness or fear you're projecting negative vibrations and thus you are part of the problem unless you want to perpetuate conditions around you you must change the, your thoughts about them jesus said to let your light shine one with the positive vibrations of light emanating from him can walk into a room and his presence immediately be felt as a harmonizing influence. Oh, yes. Take a moment right now to get into that vibration of your own inner sanctuary. Be very still. Let your heart sing its song of joy. As the cells of your body clap their hands in ecstasy, your whole being is now synchronized with the rhythm of the universe. You are now ready to go forth into the world with the healing, harmonizing, and projecting vibration going before
5: you to make safe joyous and successful your way. And that's the key to what we've been trying to say. The projecting power that goes before us when we remain calm and walking on the mild side. Because I was thinking, you know, you go to some of these seminars and they get you believing that striving is good. But you have to think, what's the feeling under striving? The feeling is lack. There's not enough. I got to win approval and get everything done now. And that terrified feeling... Actually, I start putting unreasonable demands upon myself. Yeah. And what follows that? Self condemnation. Yeah. Because you can never live up to these unreasonable demands. Yeah, and then I, I the become demanding. Just stop. Take a walk.
3: How about speaking of taking a walk, remember it was 5 a.m. when Ed Ed went to Daryl's hotel room door at Unity Village. Wait,
5: you're going to talk about this from our last
3: trip? Yeah. Okay. So I knocked and I said, Daryl, it's time to get up. Jump in the shower. We've got to leave ASAP before it's too hot to see the lake. Soon, it was 5.30 and I had the coffees poured, the sunblock on, and had just finished packing lunches when I noticed Daryl still wasn't up. Furious, I marched back to Daryl's room and pounded on the door a second time. This time I yelled... Jesus rose from the dead, and you can't even get out of bed? To which Daryl replied,
5: Yeah, but it took Jesus three days. (laughs) Jesus walked on the mild side. Are we going to read this one? Yes, that's very cool. It's so good. Maybe these two? Let me do this one first. This is so appropriate.
6: Okay, Okay.
5: Last week, we thanked a listener who was also a guest on the show, Sue Smith, from Tucson, Arizona. And we read her card, a sympathy card, because Francis had passed, but we didn't get a chance to read the letter. And now we know why, because this letter, it goes perfect for the passing of Mike Dugan. Yes. All right, here it is. Hi, Daryl. I just had to get this card for you when I saw it. Somehow, I really do think our loved ones are able to make the stars shine brighter after we lose them. Or, as we say in Unity, they transition into their next state of being. Mm -hmm. When my sister died just about five years ago now, I went outside in the early morning hours the next day. I looked up and I saw the Big Dipper as bright and as clear as it could be. That was remarkable since I have never been able to identify any constellations. Mm -hmm. People have tried to point them out to me in the past, but to no avail. Sometimes I would just appease them and say, Oh, yeah, I see Orion, even though I didn't. That sounds like what we (laughs) we do sometimes. Right. Uh, uh, Seeing that constellation reminded me of the ever-constant connection I have with my sister, Sandy, who passed, and with all my loved ones, who have moved on somehow she made the stars shine a bit brighter that morning just so i could see and know she was still with me always hope this brings you some comfort love susan and isn't that so true and wonderful it's just heartwarming to know that and i choose to believe it and thank you so much susan yeah ruth
3: perkins is a special mom that sent us an email she said you guys are something else Clearly inspired by love, you offer a program that flows like a beautiful river, bringing inside inspiration with genuine feelings and spiced with humor. My daughter, Susie Thompson, shared you with me by sending me a link to your program a while back. I was on slow dial-up, turtle speed at home, so went to the library to listen. When I heard, hey, hey, where the monkey, suddenly I had to laugh. Happiness was mine. I was so excited and eager for more. My daughter lovingly loaded up some episodes on the thumb drive and brought them to me. Now I am a super fan who can't wait to hear the next and share the joy with her. I have high-speed net at home now, which makes it even more awesome. Keep on rocking! You are appreciated mucho. Thanks for bringing much-needed light to my life. Hugs and sunshine. Ruth. Whoa, speaking of rocking... Hey, brothers! Wolf, what yeah. are you doing
5: here? Well, you know, uh, Mr. French used to be our... Uh, A manager back in the days. Right. And uh, he suggested we come by and sing a little song that goes perfectly with your show. Oh, well, I think I know
3: just what it is. Mr. French just handed me a lyric sheet. Ready? Yeah, hit it, brother. We don't like smoking lightning. No heavy metal thunder. We're We're not racing racing with the wind. wind. We love this feeling that we're under. Yeah, God is gonna make it happen. Let's take the world in a love embrace. We'll fire all of the nuns in London and then fall into grace. Like, like divine nature's, nature's child, we are born, born to be mild. We, we smile, smile so wide, we never get denied. Oh.
5: You can visit DarylNet.com for easy links to everything we do, including the Funniest Thing face page. Face page. Fan page on Facebook. You can see what we're up to there. You can write us at Funniest Thing, P.O. Box 1312 Culver City, California 90232. And as always, thank you for being a part of Funniest Thing with DarylNet on Unity Online Radio. to be mild, yeah!